Welcome in to the newest episode of the Hot Hangout Podcast. Glad to have you here with us joining us for episode 56 of the podcast. After our little hiatus, we're glad to be back. It's going to be a fun one today. Joey and I are doing our third incarnation of a draft here on the Hot Hangout channel. Uh, we've done Jedi, we've done Sith. In today's episode, we are drafting our favorite droids. Each of us going to be picking five. It's going to be a blast. we got some other fun news to talk about as well, including some Gamer Awards and Screen Actors Guild stuff. But before we get into all of that, Joey, what's going on, man? How are you? I, I've It's been so long since we've done this, especially with all three of us. For yes. those don't, that don't know, it's been, I think we've said over a month where um, all three of us, that being me, Ben, and Gibbo, have been able to come together and put a uh, an episode together. So uh, I'm excited for it. It's been a while, guys, but uh, it's just like we got. We're, it's like we're all family again together. Yeah, yeah. Gibbo was saying before we started recording that uh, it was the Ahsoka finale. I think where it was the last time that all three of us were together. Which, gosh, I feel like that was. That's coming up on like what six weeks ago i want to say something, something like, like that it yeah feels very long ago yeah yeah but it's good to be back like you said uh we're, we're here we're doing our first full episode uh in i think three weeks we took a week off and then um we had the the recent episode kind of mini episode not really full episode where we did a box break if you haven't checked that out uh, check it out on last week's uh, mini episode on the hoth hangout channel but um, in today's episode, we're mainly going to be doing the droid draft. It's going to be a blast. But before we get into all of that, um, I also failed to mention right off the top that if you're not already subscribed to the Hoth Hangout YouTube channel, definitely hit the uh, like and subscribe button over there. We would appreciate it so very much. Thank you to the 342 of you who are currently subscribers. And you can check us out at uh, email us by emailing us at Hoth, Hoth Hangout. Excuse me at gmail.com. You can reach us there with your questions or thoughts, both Star Wars and anything else. Otherwise, we'd love to feature those here on each episode of the podcast as well. Additionally, if you're an audio podcast listener, you can check out the Hoth Hangout podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are also on all the socials at Hoth Hangout, whether it be TikTok, Instagram, or X. Check us out on each of the socials as well. Uh, well, before we get into our droid draft, the first piece of news that we wanted to cover today revolves around the Gamer Award nominations. Um, the recently critically acclaimed Star Wars Jedi Survivor game that we have actually played a couple episodes of here on the channel uh, as some live streams. Check them out if you're interested in watching them. It was a great game to play. Uh, I, we need to actually finish that game sometime because yeah. I don't yeah, know we're, about... we're, it's been It's been so long. We haven't even touched the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, but it's a great game for what it's worth. Um, mm -hmm. Both Jedi Survivor and Fallen Order, I, I've really enjoyed, and I think just the Star Wars fandom in general has really come around to Cal uh, Kestis being like, almost a fan favorite mm -hmm. um, as one of just the general consensus favorite characters in Star Wars nowadays. And so, um, in terms of the Gamer Awards, Star Wars Jedi Survivor was nominated for a couple different. Uh, categories. First of all, the game itself was nominated for Best Action Adventure Game, uh, which is pretty cool. I think it's deserving of, of that very much so. I, hopefully it wins. Uh, we'll have to give an update at some point in the future uh, future podcast episode as to whether it did win. Uh, and then additionally, Cameron Monaghan, did you by chance catch his uh, thing? I think it was at uh, was it 
it was it was a convention or a reveal. They were revealing like a bunch of trailers, and they had a Jedi Survivor segment where he came out and was talking to the fans. Did you manage to catch that? Uh, was that when he was he pretty much let it out of the bag that another yeah, yeah. game was coming? Yeah, I think we yeah. mentioned that on the podcast a few uh, episodes back. If I don't, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's right. Yeah, I, I love I love him as kind of the representative for for the game and more largely Star Wars. He's like fully invested. Mm. Um, seems like a cool guy. But yeah, uh, he, and when yeah when he was at a celebration too, he really he really yes. is taking it in. And yes, it's, yes. Uh, it's 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 cool when your actors, whether it's live action animated or in this in this case, a uh, voice actor for a video game and uh, is really invested in the, the project and in Star Wars themselves. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and actually, it's it's also cool to see, I would imagine, at least because I've actually obviously never had this experience myself, but to see your image be the character mm-hmm. that you're voicing the act like the that you're doing the voice for. Yeah. Yeah see your likeness within all, the game it's pretty cool. all the way down to the uh the five o'clock shadow that he has there too <laughs> yeah. it's pretty it's impressive yeah if you, if you notice that's like that's my shadow for sure that's exactly what mine looks like yes yeah 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 <laughs> same, same same um but yeah and and he was also nominated for best performance um so that's pretty cool hopefully i, I would i mean i would love for the game to win best action and adventure but i think mm-hmm. if i had to choose between that winning or cameron winning best performance i really want that for cameron um, yeah, that'd be cool. As cool as a, as awesome as a, of a representative as he's been for the Star Wars community, I'd love to see him be rewarded with the best performance for his role as uh, Al Kestis. Uh, and then another Star Wars game, which uh, was nominated for most anticipated game, Star Wars Outlaws. The trailer for this dropped, gosh, I want to say like two or three months ago now at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this was nominated for most anticipated game. We should also say that along with this, there was a recent report that has gone unconfirmed. Um, this was roughly a week ago when this report came out, basically saying that this might be delayed until late 2024, and it was originally slated to come out in the beginning of the year. Mm. Um, I think, I don't know, when, when I saw the trailer for this, and I, I'm pretty sure we talked about this on a podcast episode, I wasn't super high on Star Wars Outlaws. I don't know why mm. that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, what 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 were your thoughts on this just as a general like excitement levels i think the open world concept is really cool mm-hmm. uh just in general in games I, I i will admit i don't really get into them too often uh but if you if you stamp the word star wars on pretty much any game i'm gonna go <laughs> i'm gonna go into it um just just uh for an example i downloaded the path of the jedi dlc for minecraft <laughs> and nice. uh, and uh, we know that I don't really play Minecraft that much, so uh, so just, you know, so all that to say, yes, it, you know, this is an open world game. I think it's pretty cool that because the it looks like the I forget the name of the uh, the main the main uh, game player there, but she is you know based on all the decisions that you make throughout the game, it characterizes that person. So if you if you were to steal something from someone in the first part of the part of the game. If you go back there, they're going to remember you for that, you know. So you, you, you mm-hmm. know, your your reputation there is going to be carried throughout the entire game, which I think is pretty cool. So uh, I I am excited for it. I mean, it doesn't look like it's the usual, you know, Jedi with the lightsabers, you know, that we we've, we've talked about in the past, and where we can have shows like Andor that doesn't have it. I, we'll see how it is as a video game with, without it. You know what I mean? So it'll it's going to be. I, I mean, I'll definitely still get it. I'll still, I'll I'll play it. 
but we'll see how uh, how it actually plays at the end. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll uh, we'll even get a live stream here on the channel. Who knows? Yeah, whole uh, whole two episodes and then yeah. completely forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, speaking of Star Wars video games, have you ever played Star Wars Old Republic? I have not. No. Oh man, we gotta. You, you and I gotta gotta play that sometime. Okay, sometime. I'm done with that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's about uh, all the news we have for the Gamer Award nominations. Stay tuned in the coming weeks when I'm sure mm-hmm. uh, the winners will be announced. Wishing the yeah, best of that... luck to all the Star Wars nominees. Looks like the awards are on the December 7th, so pretty soon, actually. Okay. Nice, nice. About three weeks' time or so, roughly. So uh, again, yeah, best of luck to all the Star Wars nominations. Hopefully uh, we, we take home some, some trophies in the various categories. A big piece of news, which uh, has been very prevalent in the recent weeks and even months, um, has been the the SAG-AFTRA, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right, the Screen Actors Guild, the American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, strike, um, which is now officially over. Um, and since our last podcast, this is news which we haven't covered yet. And so um, part of what we wanted to share in regards to the strike being over, obviously this affects, you know, much more than just Star Wars, but the way it, it is kind of um, shown itself, the strike being over, that is, in a positive light in the world of Star Wars, is that some of the actors from the recent Ahsoka show uh, shared some pretty cool images on their social medias. Uh, and so we wanted to take an opportunity to cover a few of those and share those. If you're watching the video version of the podcast, uh, you can watch along with some of these images we're sharing now here on the screen. Uh, that top one right there, Natasha Liu Bordizzo, the uh, actress who plays Sabine, uh, with, with with Shin. I, I, yes. Forgive me, I don't know the actress's name who plays Shin, but um, you know, the, obviously they're they're enemies in the show, so it's kind of fun to see them posing together behind the scenes like that. Right. Like, why are they fighting? I'm very confused by this yeah. picture. <laughs> they look oh like best gosh. friends. There's a great one with Ray Stevenson too, man. Mm-hmm. And who is? Yeah. Oh, that's uh, that's Natasha Liu Bordizzo yeah, again on the left. Okay, mm-hmm. nice. These are some really cool images here. And and maybe um, for those of you who are audio podcast listeners, maybe we'll do like an Instagram post with uh, some of these images in, or something like that, that that we'll be able to share in some way for those of you that aren't video listeners, perhaps even on Twitter as well. So uh, be on the lookout for that. But here's another page with. Looks like um, the stunt doubles for both Sabine and Ahsoka's characters fighting. And then there's the stunt doubles again in the center image. Well, I don't Uh, know if that's the stunt doubles. I think those might be the... I think that might be them. That might be Ahsoka. I mean Ahsoka. That might be Sabine and Shin on the the top top one. Yeah. I'm I'm assuming. I'm assuming that because why would she show just the stunt doubles, you know? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's actually them. Yeah. It's kind of hard to tell with like the shadowy approach to the image, but yeah, you're mm-hmm. pro- you could be you're probably right. But they, yeah, then the stunt doubles are in the center image because mm-hmm. they're posing with uh with the two actresses uh, who who play uh, Ahsoka and, and Sabine. Oh, then there's a bottom image with Hu Yang as well. Yeah, do you think David Tennant I... was on set with with uh, the rest of the actors hmm. at any point? I would like to think so, but that's a good question. I don't know if he would actually be there. Yeah. And by the way, if you are an audio podcast listener, these images are also uh, available on each of the um, actors' Instagram pages. Uh, the ones we're viewing now are from 
uh, the actor, the Sabine actress, Natasha Liu Bordizzo's Instagram page. And then we also have some images from uh, Eman Esfandi, the actor who plays Ezra Instagram page, uh, posting a selfie as a stormtrooper. Pretty cool image yeah. to see here. Uh, and then the blue eyes. So yeah. I didn't know his eyes were like were this blue. I thought that was kind of done in the oh, post production type thing. Yeah. And so I saw this image yeah. and I was like, whoa. His eyes are actually that blue. It's pretty cool looking. That top image with him and the lightsaber looks like it was taken from like a camera or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) There's another (laughs) image. Who is that in the middle? I can't even tell. That's 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 Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Yeah, that is Rosario Dawson. Natasha, Rosario, and Amon all uh, kind of in what appears to be like like a. the, uh, the robes the robes. boxers wear out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their warm-ups. Nice. Very, very cool looking outside. Maybe one of their trailers there on set. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's very uh, cool. The strike is officially over, which is great news for Star Wars and just more largely uh, TV mm-hmm. fans in general. So um, fun to have that behind us. I know we were really thinking about mm-hmm. that for a long time, and that was a big piece of news. Right, and did you, did you hear a little bit about that news about Pedro with season the next season of Mandalorian at all? Yeah, there's rumors that he's either not going to be involved at all, or his role is going to be like extremely lessened. I'm not exactly yeah. sure what all is going to what going to come of season four of Mando. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah, because uh, I'm I'm guessing that was all. I mean, they hadn't started shooting with that. I don't think before the strike started, right? I, I don't think so, but as far as I know, I think season three is done filming. Is that does that sound right? Wait, or have they? It... Wait, did we just watch season three? Or no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking of. Excuse me. Yes, we just watched season three of Mando. <laughs> I'm I'm like a whole year behind in my brain right now. Right. Yeah. The, uh, the yes. strike was really long. Sorry. Yes, season four has not been finished. I don't even know if they've started filming season four or not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. not quite sure either. But yeah, I think uh, I think the strike was in total like over 110 days, 118 days or something like that. So longer than the one that we we had a few years back, mm -hmm. which I think was 100, 100 days. Hopefully we don't have another one. (laughs) Yeah, we need to we need to we need to pay these actors. We need to pay the pay these writers. Right, guys. Come on. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, it's it's good that it is over and uh, hopefully this can this can remain. We can remain strikeless for for some period of time, hopefully, moving forward. And uh, good news for Star Wars fans everywhere. The last piece of um, news, not really news, but something from our last episode that we wanted to touch on before we hop into our draft for today. I was look at some of the comments on our most recent full podcast episode. Uh, We got three comments we want to feature today. The first of which is from Aunt Vesuvi, longtime listener and, uh, and commenter. Obviously, he says many thanks to Ben, Joey, and Gibbo. A person read the comic to me. This is, of course, uh, in reference to the episode I think that we did on with Kanan. Was it Kanan? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and did the voices. I appreciated their effort. I'm glad Ben takes Mike Flanagan. May the rest of you follow his lead. Uh, since you asked, the transfer of life energy seems a reasonable extension of energy manipulation, absorption, long established in canon. Palpatine can shoot lightning. Yoda can neutralize lightning. I do think there should be a finesse with it. I'm like, I'm like giving someone enough energy to revive them, but not drain yourself of your own essence. 
but the story group hasn't asked my opinions yet. <laughs> and then I'll sit on my ideas like a huge egg, rotten to some, golden to others. Enjoy your hiatus. <laughs> we are uh, we are back from the hiatus, and and uh, if you ask my if you ask my opinion, I think the story group should should go to Aunt Vesuvi for some of these things. Yes, like please do. Yeah, <laughs> we 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 have her contact information, y'all. Come on, come on over. Dave, yeah, <laughs> Dave, just jump in the comments over here. Yeah, this comment I believe was in reference to the Mortis God stuff, where you know the daughter gives her life energy to re to restore Ahsoka's life. So something that they played a little bit with in uh, Rise of Skywalker, sort of. Which there is another comment that'll touch on that here in a second, but a, a small um, comment. Yeah, a small comment. Yeah. <laughs> Our, so we have three comments today. The first one is from Avasuvi. Um, we have two more, the second of which is from Lord Galvatron, and the third one is is our lengthy one. We'll get to it here in a sec. Uh Lord Galvatron's comment though, uh he simply says video save for when we hopefully get a season two of Ahsoka. <laughs> I I think season two was greenlit, if I'm not mistaken. Oh really? I mean I wouldn't be surprised. I guess I, I haven't seen the official word on that. Right. I don't know if that's official or not. I would have completely just made that up. <laughs> it's possible. But we, we um, never we never said we, we never said we had facts here, people. Yes, you know, this yes. Is... Speculation states. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have to come back to the Mortis God stuff once season two of Ahsoka is here. Spy on Sports delivering us a uh, comment here. If you're a video watcher of the podcast. Uh, I would encourage you to pause if you're interested in reading this entire comment. Um, I will probably not read the entirety of it, but I might pick out some pieces here and there that I uh, think it's worth touching on. Um, a lot of this comment was focusing on the Mortis God stuff, and so um, I guess I'll start off by reading the, just the beginning of the comment. Spy on Sports says, full disclosure, no surprise, I have not watched this three-episode arc, referring to the Mortis Gods episode, a mission to track a really old transmission, which leads to an unusual otherworldly sequence of events. Sounds a bit like Lost, no. Joey, I was going to ask you, <laughs> did you ever watch Lost back in the day? Yeah, that's what we always thought. That's always my go-to thing. Like, you know what I didn't like about Lost? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. You do bring yeah. that up, yeah. Did you finish that show? I did. Yeah, I did. I did, too. I cannot remember a time perhaps in my tv viewing experience in my entire life where i felt as disappointed at the end of that show <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that show was much was a lot of the essence of the enjoy the journey not the destination or whatever that saying yeah, is that's fair. i think that I, th I think that's what the embodiment of that show is yeah. or of that saying is is that show it was about the memories we made along the way. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, a point in this in this list of points that Spy on Sports provides. Um, when we were talking about the life essence thing, I don't. I think you brought up the Rise of Skywalker stuff in terms of, um, like the life force essence, like like Ray being transferred, Kylo, yeah. Um, and so that was something that Spy on Sports said was a really good point which is something I thought worth talking about again, because a lot of people, I, I think, think that that was sort of brought into the picture in that movie. When, you know, in fact, here's a, an example of a time when it was used in the Clone Wars. A lot of people don't know. Um, and another one I wanted to bring up was the one he says about Anakin. Biosport mm -hmm. says, I never liked Anakin <laughs> pre or post Darth. 
And then he says, lack self-control, gullible, myopic, even pursuing peace or balance. Which I was like, ooh, that's a hot take. Cause that's I, a, I that's really... a that's that's a hot that's a hot Mustafar take, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really like Anakin personally. Yeah. A hot Mustafar take. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, Spy on Sports also said thanks for covering the arc and and promises to do homework uh going into season two of Ahsoka. So but also says uh, he would prefer not to have Mortis Gods in live action. Um but if they do end up playing a significant role, that's likely how Ahsoka and Sabine will inevitably return to the galaxy that we know. So, yeah, that's a great point, too. Yeah. Were you anti-candy corn in last week's, or three weeks ago's episode, by the way? I, I was anti-candy corn, yes. Mm-hmm. I think I was kind of middle of the road. I was more pro than anti-candy corn. Uh, Spy on sports, on my side, by the way. Yeah, with the, candy, right. with the candy corn, for the record. <laughs> uh, shout out to candy corn. No. <laughs> Not for me. Yeah, yeah. Did you have any other uh, points on Spy on Sports comment that you wanted to touch on before we move on to our draft? Uh, I think one thing that um, one 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 other point he made that I wanted to uh, point out was the second one here. Two thousand years ago, how old is Hu Yang supposed to be? Could he be the link between the two eras? So, mm, I mean, yeah, yeah, that yeah. could be. Hu Yang is just like a such a valuable source of information in the show that it, mm-hmm. you know it's a cool connection to the uh the to the prequel era which is personal favorite yeah and speaking of hu yang speaking of <laughs> hu yang uh we are ready for our droid draft again this is the third draft we have done in the history of hoth hangout and so uh, if this is perhaps the first draft you're watching and you're not really sure how this works joey and i are each going to have five picks and uh, basically, our five picks are a conglomeration of our personal favorite droids. If one of us picks a droid, it's off the board. So we're each going to have five entirely unique droids on each of our sides. Uh, and then perhaps at the end, you can let us know down in the comments who your five favorite droids are. And if, if you like uh, Joey's list, if you like my list, if you think you know my picks are silly, if you think Joey's picks are silly, let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Uh, we're going to do this back and forth style. So one of us will go and then the other will pick and we'll go back and forth, back and forth for our Jedi draft, which was our very first one we did. Uh, I believe I went first for our Sith draft, which we did following the Jedi one. Joey went first. And so uh, in today's draft, I believe I'm picking first. And then when we inevitably do our fourth draft at some point with a different uh, category, perhaps bounty Ooh. hunters, potentially. Ooh, interesting. Uh, Joey will go first in our next draft whenever that time does come. So um, the question, I guess, all that remains is, are you ready to start? I am. I am. Let's do this. Okay. Well, with the uh, with the first pick in the uh, 2023 Hoth Hangout Droid Draft, I'm going to... Uh, pose a question i know this is like a little unorthodox and i won't do this for my other picks okay but is general grievous on the board oh boy (laughs) let's see because he's like he's like 90 percent droid but he has like right organic organs like a heart and eyes true he has eyes i didn't realize the eyes were a part of it i think that his eyes are like part of his like oh i guess you're right yeah i'm thinking about it now yes 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 
all that to say, you can totally shoot down Grievous because mm-hmm. I feel like that's a little bit unfair. Um, no, I th- I think since we brought it up, I think that's a good discussion. I think a majority of him is droid, but you know what? Yeah, I'll let you have it. And are you sure? I- I'm willing yeah, to I'll, put him aside and no, say he's I'll, not available. No, I'll I'll let you have it, but we'll put the asterisk. You know, we'll have to yeah, <laughs> the okay. asterisk at the first okay. pick though. But Fair that's enough. Fine. And this might be my, you know, I honestly could have gone somewhere else with this. I personally mm-hmm. love General Grievous, so mm-hmm. um, I'm going to commit to it with my number. If you're letting me have it, I'm going to commit to General Grievous mm-hmm. with my first pick of the draft. Okay, sounds good. Which what if probably... what if what what if I said no? You don't, you can't do it. But then when it was my turn, I'm like, you know what? I think we should allow it. <laughs> We're changing the rules. I'm picking Grievous. <laughs> I, I know Grievous is not like a super iconic droid like some of the other ones that we're going to be seeing here probably in the next 10 or 15 minutes um but nonetheless he is um you could you could make a pretty good case i would say that he's the most powerful droid in our draft today uh in terms of fighting prowess just as well as like the actual power he possesses within the, the galaxy itself um i've always loved general grievous i remember watching revenge of the sith uh, when I was younger for the first time and thinking, holy cow, that is my new favorite character. Um, I would always try to imitate his voice, you know, like with oh. this raspy uh, sort of style. Um, which is it was emphysema? Also, is it emphysema yeah, the, voice? Yeah, the, the emphysema lung, yeah. <laughs> uh, Joey and I actually, a couple months ago now, gosh, it's probably been closer to a year now that I think about it. You and I watched the original Clone Wars show together for the first time. Um, and watch the scene where Grievous takes on like four or five Jedi all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just another small reason why I think Grievous is yeah. is deserving of my first pick. So I'm gonna stick with it. I love General Grievous. I like it. All right, good pick. Good you pick. going with all right. uh, your first pick? All right, my first pick. I think I know, but you can go ahead and say it anyway. <laughs> I can go. I mean, I think especially with the past series that we were watching with Ahsoka. Um, He's really won a place in my heart. Uh, I'm going Hu Yang. Oh, wow. Hu Yang is going to be the first. Yeah. Okay. Hu Yang. I mean, the, the knowledge that he has. I mean, I listen, my, my this was kind of tough because I wanted C3PO R2, of course, the mm-hmm. the iconic ones uh, in my for my first pick, but I, and the, it, it really might be just because I can't we came off fresh from the Ahsoka series. As well as you know, after seeing that, you you kind of look into more Huyang things and all this. Yeah, I just thought I just think he's really cool, really knowledgeable, really funny. Um, so I think that his his role has been you know is going to be in to what Spy and Sports had said as well. Could be a link to a lot of different eras as well. So I think mm-hmm. I think Huyang could could definitely be that. It's a it's a. It's, it might be a stretch for somebody, some people. I understand it, but we're here. Uh, these, he, he's become one of my favorites. And I don't know if C-3PO and R2 are kind of like the veterans down the bench at this point, you know, where you're just like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're, reliable they're, they're, gonna be, veterans. Yeah. they're reliable ones. They're going to get you 10 rebounds every game. Don't worry about it. But they'll be there in the second and third round, you know? So I think that's, that's how, how I'm picking Hu Yang here for right now. I like it. I like it. Hu Yang was actually... I didn't have Grievous on my draft board technically because I I had him like as an asterisk below and I was gonna maybe pick him with my first. But Hu Yang was actually second on my draft board. Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah, 
I, I love that pick. We both love he's, Hu Yang. Yeah, I think he he's like the college kid that made it to the the, the NCAA finals mm. that nobody even knew about until the like that the tournament. And then you're like, oh, that kid's really good. Maybe I should pick him up. And then he gets picked <laughs> second or third in the draft. Yeah. I think it's also fair to say, and some fans of the originals would, would definitely come after me for saying this. I love the originals too. Not, don't get me wrong. But I would argue that Hu Yang might have the most personality of any droid. Oh, yeah. I would agree I mean, with that. Like the C3PO fans are probably like seething when I say that. But <laughs> um, I, I think Hu Yang might have the best personality. Uh oh, that sound means it's time for the second pick on my side of the draft. Um, I'm between two, and I think it's the two relatively obvious ones. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying you couldn't go somewhere else with your second pick, but I am debating between R2 and C3PO. Fair. I personally like R2 more. Okay. And for that reason, R2 is going to be my second pick. Very nice. Um, I think it's fair to say even more so, and, and partially the reason I'm picking him over C3PO even more so, uh, more iconic than C-3PO, I would argue, even though it's sure. probably a close uh, close call. But uh, growing up, R2-D2 was always my favorite droid. Um, I I didn't dislike C-3PO. My, my argument for, C3, for R2-D2 is turning into an anti-argument for C-3PO. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love 3PO as well, but I think a more playful humorous droid like r2 is one that i like more personally Mm -hmm. um he's such a staple of what star wars is luke skywalker's droid anakin skywalker's droid um so for that reason i'm going with r2d2 for my second pick in the draft i like it well i'm going to go very similar uh to yours um, and I, I just mentioned that I, I believe those veteran players are, are going to be available a little later on. So that means who we know who we're not picking. C3PO is going to be waiting a little bit longer on the draft board. Oh, so my, my pick for this one is Chopper. Okay. <laughs> Chopper yeah. is going to be again, the, the very, very close to kind of R2's role as well. Yeah. Thinking about, um, Kind of an icon. He, he he was introduced. You know, Chopper was in, introduced during Rebels, obviously, and so definitely a little bit of a newer one. But the personality for being, because that he Chopper classifies as a as a as an astromech too, I believe. Yeah. So yeah. just just the the same the same type of droid there, but with the with the personality and all of that is just it just amazes me that you could do that. And now that we've seen uh, Chopper in live action and all this stuff, so you know. I think it's it's really cool, and you know how much I love Rebels, so that helps a lot the the uh, the sell for me as well. So yeah, Chopper for number two. I I love that pick. He was actually fourth on my draft board, mm-hmm. uh, behind R two and Hu Yang and one mm-hmm. other person or droid, okay. I guess, who I'm thinking is probably going to end up being my third pick. Okay, let's see it. Um, with my third pick, I. I think I, I think I have to go C three PO. Yeah, it's hard not to at this point. Yeah, because my other, my other option, 
was another actually i would say my the fifth on my draft board overall is actually kind of similar to c3po and i'll wait to see what your next mm-hmm. pick is mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. but i feel bad because i just bagged on c3po while i was advocating for r2d2 <laughs> Uh, but on, on the same, you know, on the other side of the coin, it's like C-3PO, apart from R2-D2, I would make the case is the most iconic droid in all of Star Wars. Um, Anthony Daniels is one of my absolute favorite actors in the entire universe of Star Wars. Of course. Um, we were talking earlier in the episode about how Cameron Monaghan really embodies the character of Cal Kestis mm. is in a rep- and is a great representative um, of Star Wars for the wider community. I would say Anthony Daniels is that even more. Um, he he is this legacy of this uh, character who just kind of continues to make it through somehow, some way, even though apparently his memory was wiped between episodes three yeah. and four. Right. Um, but you know, he is a timeless character who's a part of who's been a part of Star Wars since the beginning, much like R two D two, and so. Um, for similar reasons, but also different reasons, because he serves he serves the role of the comedic relief in a different way than R2 does. Mm, R2 mm-hmm. is like the lovable little brother who gets into trouble. C-3PO is like the, the takes himself too seriously, but still yeah. funny at the same time. Uh, older sibling who's like, don't do that, R2. And part of their relationship is the comedic relief. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... I love R2. I love C3PO. They're both my second and my third pick. Nice. I like it. Ooh, going that's a lot of legacy players in there. A lot yeah. of veterans. And we're also getting more and more to the point in the draft where we're starting to run into some droids who maybe some people haven't heard of, which is what mm-hmm. I like talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um so this one, this pick, I you know, yes, I was gonna pick C3PO at my pick, so ah, but that's fine. <laughs> but I am gonna go. There were two that I was juggling between on this one, and I think I'm gonna go with K2SO. Ah, uh, he was pick. next on my board. Yeah, yeah. K2SO from uh, Rogue One, uh, played by Alan Tudyk. Uh, very. Iconic role, uh, iconic droid for me. Just the the personality again. I think that's you know what the what makes these droids good are the personalities that each of them hold, and they're so vastly different from each other. This one is much more uh, definitely the same comedic type of role, but at the end, oh my gosh! If you have not seen Roslyn, the end of of how he does not make it out. Well, let's just say the entire the entire rebel. Uh, Crew doesn't make it out, but uh, his ending was especially sad because he essentially sacrificed himself for uh, Andor, for Cassian, and for Jyn Erso uh, to make it out there. Uh, and just to see that ending, I think that's what makes him even more, you know, impactful in my eyes. Because you kind of maybe you didn't see the entire. You only got one movie of him, so there's that. Uh, but to to actually see how it ended and so how honorable it was. That's what, that's uh, definitely uh, a big reason why I picked K2 at this one. I like it. Yeah. He's, he's, I think he's underrated. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, think I the mean, movies, I think the movie is still underrated. Honestly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I think I've been on record saying that rogue one is, is my favorite uh, Disney film that oh, they've made since acquiring star Wars. 
I think it was top. I think it was top three in my in our list too for me. Yeah, I don't remember exactly where I put it. I know it was top five for me. It was top five for you. Yeah. 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 Rogue One, great movie. And if there is any, you know, Star Wars fans out there who are like, oh, I've only seen the prequels, originals, and the sequels. I don't really care about Rogue One and Solo. Let me tell you, you're missing out a little bit. You gotta watch those two films. They're fantastic, personally. I think. All right, with the fourth pick. Oh man, I am between two right now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there's a part of me that wants to reach deeper onto my draft board because I think I can get I can the one that. that's higher on my draft board with my fifth pick. Oh gosh, do I go with do I go with the pick that's like the one that people think I should do, or do I go with the one that's kind of the deeper take? I like the deep take. I'm just saying. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll do the deep take then. It's really not like it's not like deep, deep. Uh, But if there's anyone who doesn't watch animated Star Wars, they would have no idea who this is. Um, I'm gonna go with AZ three. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. AZ three is from Bad Batch. If anyone has not seen Bad Batch, Uh, this is a character who's very sweet, very lovable, kind of a companion to the one of the protagonists of the show, Omega. Um, which also is another opportunity for me to say, you haven't seen Bad Batch. Great show. Mm-hmm. Um, AZ3 uh, sort of has this unlikely friendship with, uh, I think it's Fives in the show, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and so uh, AZ3 is kind of this sweet and lovable companion to Omega later on in the show. And and if I remember correctly from the show's storyline, um, also sacrifices himself at one point in order to save Omega. And there was mm-hmm. just something about his relationship with her. He's got kind of this, uh, similar to Hu Yang, this like sweet, soft British voice uh, that has this enduring tone to it. I guess C-3PO would be that way too. Um, what Now that I think about it, what is it with droids in Star Wars and having to be British? You notice that? <laughs> That's a good point, yes. I think all the droids that actually have like speaking arts most if not all of them are british now that i think about it like the empire um, too there are a lot of british actors there in the yeah empire. yeah exactly um az3 is going to be my fourth pick i enjoyed him very much in the bad batch hoping to see him because uh, man this just shows that i need to go back and watch bad batch i think they retrieve him and revive him is that right, Joey? I, I that seems that sounds very familiar. Yeah. And again, you and I have only watched Bad Batch through one time. We might have to do a, a rewatch before the next season comes out. Yeah. Um, hey, I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, AZ3. I know that wasn't like a super in-depth, knowledgeable session on the droid itself. But um, I, I personally really like this droid. So he's going at number four for me. How about you? What's nice. your number four? Number four. Okay. This is the yin and yang of K2SO and then this droid, I think. I, I feel like these are these two Ooh. like lump up. They they are very well put together. They are like Zach Le- they are like Zach Levine and uh, DeMar DeRozan right here. So <laughs> that that is um this is I think this would be a a two uh one two combo that you cannot beat. I'm going with L337 from Solo. So 
Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So I think Ooh. that the, I think that the, those two together, I think I know we're not putting a team together necessarily, but in my mind it kind of is, right? Uh L337 is um the droid of Lando and we all know Lando's one of my favorites. Ends up being essentially the the travel uh, the um I don't know what I forget what it's called the GPS system whatever of the Millennium Falcon essentially after after she also uh, meets her demise and again with the personality she has a very rebellion heart even though they don't have hearts but you know like she was trying to release all the droids uh, during during Solo and uh, yeah so that that personality played by uh, what's her name Phoebe Phoebe Waller-Bridge, uh, Waller if you haven't Bridger, watched yeah. Waller-Bridge, yeah. Uh, she was popular in, what was that one show that she did on Amazon? Uh, Flea something. Uh, Recent yeah, show? Remember. Yeah, she had like an Amazon Amazon show that she was uh, the star uh, in. Fleabag? Fleabag, thank you, Fleabag, yes. Yeah. So that's a good show as well. I think, uh, yeah, so all around, I think that this is a, for me, solid, solid fourth pick. Uh, with my with the uh, with this draft here, and uh, yeah, I'm excited for that one. <laughs> nice, good, good catch. I, I okay. So you said it, and I realized that I didn't even have L3 on my draft board. I was like, oh <laughs> man, that was a good one. Yes. Okay. I we each have one pick left. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am so torn. I think so. I have three that I'm debating between. Okay. One of them is a video game character. Okay. One of them is sort of your typical like attack oriented droid. Oh. And another one is an astromech droid. Okay. And I'm man. I think because my preference for droids tends to be the comedic relief droids. Okay. I am gonna go the astromech route. And go with BB-8. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. I thought about picking BB-8 with my fourth pick, actually. Mm, Okay, yeah. But I really wanted AZ-3 on my team. But now I'm glad I get both of them. And so... See, look um, at that. That worked out well. Yeah, yeah. BB-8. I... I actually do... Like Force Awakens. I think there's a lot of people that tend to lump that in as one of the... You know, the people who like like to hate on the sequels um, tend to lump that in with the other two, which I feel like is really unfair to Force Awakens. Because I think it's mm-hmm. a pretty good film, um, even though the plot of it resembles New Hope largely. I think one of the brightest spots of that movie, walking out of the theater in whatever year that was, 2015, I, I remember saying to my, to my family, because we all went to watch it together, I was like, I really liked BB-8. I think it's really hard to replicate the success of uh of a droid like r2d2 being just this this uh anchor of what it means to be a droid in star wars i don't think bb8 reached quite the level of r2d2 but i feel like he came pretty close uh and Mm -hmm. and, you know because it's we're you know more advanced with our technology i think they do a pretty great job of uh incorporating his humor into the story especially in the force Mm -hmm. awakens one of my favorite parts is when he like sticks out his little thing in the flame and it's supposed <laughs> yeah, to be like a flame. thumb. Thumbs yeah. up, yeah. 
Yeah. So, fun fact, I didn't think that was the finger that he was putting up the first time I watched that. <laughs> you, you thought he was, like, flipping someone off or something? <laughs> I thought he was flipping off uh, uh, Finn in that one. But, yes, I th- after <laughs> after further review, yes, that was a thumbs up. Yeah. And, and I also just love the concept of sort of the ball astromech, and that's, like, mm-hmm. how it rolls. Which, by the way, um, I didn't get one when I went to Galaxy's Edge, but my brother got one of the little art, uh, BB-8 astromechs. Oh, nice. Galaxy's Edge. So um, it's pretty cool because it you look at it in the movie. You're like, oh, that would never actually like work in real work. life. And then you go to Galaxy's Edge and you can make one and it you can control it. And it's got the, you know, the remote. I'm like, wow, this cool. is pretty cool technology. It You know, the head is like uh, it's like a gyroscopic thing so that the head is always on the top sort of thing. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Anyways, cool. Uh, BB-8, a great, great character, I think. And um my favorite parts of the sequels so he's gonna be my fifth pick in this jacket nice all right if you remember Mm -hmm. in the jedi draft (laughs) did you are you reaching real deep here i I went to a deep cut there on that one (laughs) so this 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 may be uh this may be considered some something similar as well um and this 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 droid does not come from the movies does not come from the video games or animated series. It comes from the books, actually. Oh, so cool. Okay, a, a, I'm, uh, I'm excited. A, 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 deep, a deep cut here. His name is Mr. Bones, <laughs> number oh, five pick. Nice. So Mr. Bones, a, a, a very quick summary of um, the, was owned by, uh, I think the name was Tanem. I think that, um, oh, Temen, Temen Wexley. Who you know as Snap Wexley in the uh, the sequel trilogies? So oh. uh, Greg Greg Grunberg, I think the actor's name is. But uh, when when uh, Temin was a younger uh, younger in the in the rebellion, he had had this Mister Bones. I essentially it's a battle uh, like a repurposed battle droid painted all red, and it was it was basically uh, Tem, uh, Temin's or Snap Wexley's protector. So whenever Tem- uh, whenever Snap was in trouble, you know, uh, Mister Bones would come running. Uh, pretty pretty incredible type of. Uh, uh, I can't remember all of the modifications he made to it, but essentially, uh, one of the, one of the funnier uh, funnier uh, quotes that I, I'm I'm pulling up here uh, is uh, Roger Roger body bodies be gone, Master. So like <laughs> just just would completely annihilate any enemies that would come around. And uh, so yeah, I think it was a really cool uh, spin on a character on a droid that I don't know for me, and I I wasn't a huge prequel uh, trilogy fan, but like those battle droids kind of annoyed me because they were like Roger Roger <laughs> and all that stuff, you know. But to see one repurposed in this way, I thought it was really cool. Uh, and yeah, and it's cool because it it ties into the again the sequel trilogy with Snap Wexley. And there, if you haven't read the aftermath books, those are very lengthy, but actually very good. It talks a lot about uh, um, all the ideas and thoughts of what uh, the Emperor going to do. You know, after this all takes uh, place after Return of the Jedi. So uh, to to see all of that and to have uh, another iconic droid as Mister Bones in it, I think it was a, I think he's a solid number five pick to round out the end of the draft. I like that. I like it. Mr. Bones. Uh, it's cool that they uh that he's sort of just like a repurposed battle droid. Did you mm-hmm. did you like the speaking of battle droids, did you like the Clone Wars 
version of them that they that have the more like the animated Clone Wars where they're more silly? Or did you like the movie version better? I think I don't for some reason I I I was okay with the animated version. I think it's yeah. because they are animated, so they can be sillier. You know, I yeah, think we've yeah. we've talked about this before. You can get away with certain things in animated that you can't get away in live action. So I think I like them a little bit better there. Where the in the, the, the prequel trilogy, they were just kind of like bumping into each other and they didn't know what to do. And like, how are, how are these the things that are, you know, that are, that are defending the, you know, the, the, the bad guys here, you know? So yeah, I think the, definitely the, the Clone Wars version was better for me. Well, Mr. Bones is like the version 2.0 now. So maybe, <laughs> right. maybe we get to see him and even in animation or live action. The, uh, the day will come. Well, we want to uh, thank you for playing along with us in this droid draft. And we also want to pose each of you a question, whether you're listening or watching. Uh, who is your personal favorite droid in Star Wars? If you had to pick just one, who would it be? Was it one of the ones we picked here today? Or was it perhaps one we didn't pick? I know there were some good ones we left off the board. Um, IG-11, mm-hmm. ED-1 from Jedi Survivor. That was the one that you. That was the one you were talking about, the video game one, right? Yeah, one. I I kind of was thinking about picking BD one, but you know, I I chose not to. So, um, even just yeah, your your B one battle droid or the mm-hmm. droidicas. There's some there's some solid yeah. ones that got left. So he, here was my strategy. I was telling you to take that deep cut early on, because <laughs> if BB eight was available at five, I was taking it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, in retrospect, I probably. No, actually, I think it worked out well for me because I really wanted AZ3 on my team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up with BB-8 too, so I guess, yeah, it all worked out. But um, anyways, yeah, let us know down in the comments of the video version of the podcast who your favorite droid is. And uh, we'll look forward to hearing some of your responses and we'll feature them on next week's episode of the Hoth Hangout podcast. Um, which, speaking of next week, it is, at least in uh, the United States, it is Thanksgiving. And so um, we will be having an episode next week. We're going to be recording a little bit earlier than our usual day of the week to get that out, um, perhaps on Thanksgiving morning. So uh, wake up, watch some Hoth Hangout, then uh, go eat some turkey with your family. Sounds like a good day to me. <laughs> Sounds great. The, uh, the episode that we are going to be doing for next week is actually sort of a a part one of a two-part series of episodes we're planning uh the first part of which is next week we're going to be focusing for the next two weeks at least sort of on the sequel trilogy um and so and more largely just kind of disney star wars and so um next week we're going to be looking at our favorite parts of the things that disney has brought to star wars uh, or more briefly titled sort of our our thanks disney episode uh, which is a little bit of a controversial opinion right now because I, f- I know there's been a lot of negative stigma surrounding disney at least in the star wars uh fandom yeah. recently and but, so but it but it's thanksgiving what do you you know we got to give thanks exactly. to what, you know, the things that we do like exactly so we're gonna spend our thanksgiving uh being thankful for the things that the disney star wars era has given us uh but for those of you who i know tend to be a little bit more critical of the, of the disney star wars stuff we'll be doing an episode the following week talking about some things we wish disney uh, perhaps could have done better with their era of Star Wars. So, um, which ironically, it, we could we could also say thanks Disney. You know, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks Disney, thanks Disney. 
Uh, so we'll be covering both sides of, of those takes once next week for our Thanksgiving episode, talking about our favorite parts. And then the following week, uh, the first week of December talking about, or no, I guess that would still be November, the last week of November, um, talking about some of the things we wish Disney had done better in their, uh, in their star Wars era up to this point. So Joey, any, uh, last thoughts before we sign up about droids or just anything otherwise? Another fun draft. I can't wait for the next one. Yes, yes. And, and comment down below. What should our next... I brought up Bounty Hunters earlier, but we're open to anything uh, Star Wars related in terms of our yeah. our next draft subject. So be on the lookout for it. And uh, Maybe we'll be... maybe uh, favorite Lando capes. You know, we could probably do that one. <laughs> Joey, you might be one of five people in the world who would be able to provide like... The, five, uh, of the others, five. five of the different kinds, yeah. Uh, be on the lookout for the next draft it's going to be coming soon thanks so much for listening if you're not already subscribed to the hot hangout youtube channel definitely check us out there and like and subscribe additionally you can email us anytime with your star wars questions to hothangout at gmail.com and we will be able to feature them here on the podcast additionally if you're an audio podcast listener thanks for listening Leave a five-star review on apple and spotify or anywhere you get your podcasts you can listen to us there you can check us out on the socials, whether it be TikTok, Instagram, or X. We are at Hoth Hangout on each of those. We want to say thank you, as always, to Gibbo for producing the show, the videos, the assets, and for being the Hu Yang of Hoth Hangout. We appreciate you, Gibbo. <laughs> Gibbo. All three of us together again. How exciting. Yes, yes. And in, in some way, uh, yeah, Disney vlog coming from Gibbo. <laughs> Stay on the lookout Ooh. for that. It's going to be a good... Uh, shout out to George Lucas. Shout out to all the droids of Star Wars. Thank you so much for uh, listening to this episode of the Hot Hangout Podcast, episode 56 in the books. It's been a blast having all three of us together once again for this one. Stay on the lookout for episode 57 and all the episodes to come. Thanks so much for listening and may the force be with you.